speeding and the sound is speeding. Uh, hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Tuesday, February 27th. Fuck you on today's episode. Man, I had a fucking... I'm back in the zone, bro. We had a couple bad news. Hey, man. Good news, bad news, fucking life shit. Yo. It's a motherfucking circle. Lifetime, it's a psycho. Michael, psycho. In the motherfucking trico. Michael Myers is my Tycho. Oh, shit. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week Drew, the Monday edition for Tuesday, February 27th, 2024. I don't have my guitar. I'm at the fucking studio, so what I'm doing now, buddy, I'm fucking. I'm fucking limitless, bro. You ever see Limitless with Bradley Cooper? I'm fucking, I'm locked in. I'm fucking dialed in, bro. I'm juiced up. My time management is fucking through the roof right now, buddy. So I, uh, I'm doing the podcast right now. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do part of it here at my studio, and then I'm gonna finish it at home in my home studio because my fucking, my time management skills are so fucking. I'm just fucking unreal. Unreal time management here. So let's start off the show with a little bit of a ding, 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 ding. How was my motherfucking weekend? Okay, so since last we spoke last Tuesday. Oh, also, by the way, the podcast is coming out today on a Tuesday instead of a Monday because I fucking went to Pantera and Lamb of God yesterday immediately after I was done here at this studio. So, uh, and I kind of wanted to, I wanted to give a show update, like I wanted to uh, just talk about the concert while it was still fresh in my mind today. So, okay, uh, but since last we spoke, so last podcast was on a Tuesday because the 19th was a thing, so now we got a week away. So now Wednesday, I had a radio sales event, the Laugh Social, so I booked Patrick, Patrick Hay and Kate Davis to come in to Milton and just do a bunch of comedy while I fucking... You know, did a circle jerk with all the local businesses here in Milton. Uh, you know, trying to convince them to advertise with me and and essentially buy advertising on my twenty four hour Jan Arden podcast. <laughs> that's what I fucking. That's what I realized. Like I had that realization. Like I, I think it was like a week or two ago. I might have talked about it on this podcast, but that it's just like I essentially working as a radio sales guy is essentially just like. Do you want to buy ads to my Jan Arden podcast? And a bunch of, you know, middle-aged women listen to my Jan Arden podcast. And fucking, I do health tips in between. I do gift ideas, uh, recipes, you know, what are you doing? That sort of thing. So, yeah, I just, so I I decided to have a big circle jerk and see if I could sell some more ads to my Jan Arden podcast. And a comedy show is a good way to do that. But anyways... Patrick and Kate fucking uh, absolutely killed, and I uh, did my little sales thing. So that was Wednesday. Now Thursday, I uh, where am I? We're on Thursday. I had my fucking list here. Oh yeah, okay. So Thursday, I'm in Kitchener, fucking Waterloo, not working for Sandy. I'm working for Israel, uh, the country. <laughs> no, the guy. Uh, unfortunately, he knows he's it's, an, it's an, just an unfortunate time for him to be named Israel. Um, because people are like, oh, I did a comedy show for Israel last night. And you're like, really? Like, not not Palestine? Like, <laughs> like did the Israeli, did the Jews, did you raising money for the Jews, eh? Okay. Because <laughs> I thought they, uh, never mind. Um, so, uh, I'm at the Edelweiss, Edelweiss Tavern in, uh, in Kitchener-Waterloo. And I was surprised because Sandy McFarlane fucking runs Kitchener-Waterloo. 
And and I was working for him the next day in Kitchener. So I was like, oh, I'm kind of fucking double dipping in Kitchener, which, uh, you know, I'm there on Friday and Saturday this weekend, too. So in the in in 14 days, I'm doing four shows, you know, four nights in Kitchener. So I don't know if, you know, I don't know why I'm doing that. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Radius, it doesn't matter when you're not a famous comedian. You could literally play the same town, you know, four different shows over 14 days. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> So I'm at the Edelweiss, and then I'm like, oh, that, this is weird, because it was a good show, and it was, like, a nice room. Like, it's this, like, German, like, if we sell pork schnitzel on the bun, and you have a side of schmatzel, or if you want a side of schmutzel, or we could also do a side of schmitzel. <laughs> you want spatzel, schmutzel, or schmitzel. And uh, with your pride, pork schnitzel on the bun. So I was surprised. Uh, that uh, Sandy hadn't fucking hit these guys up before. So I'm talking to Sandy the next day, and the gig goes well. It goes great. I'm hosting. It's just me, Jeff, Paul, and Patrick Hay again. So, uh, you know, me and Patrick got a, uh, got a back and forth, like a, two nights in a row. And uh, I just went up, and I just, you know, I did old jokes. Like, I'm just like, I don't care. I'm doing old jokes. I didn't stick to my guns because this was the showroom and the audience and the crowd and everything was just like, is someone here? Hello? Oh, that's just the thunder. There's a big fucking thunder lightning storm going on right now. I thought someone was knocking on my studio door, but it's a big fucking thunder lightning storm. Um, So, yeah, so I'm talking to fucking Sandy the next day. And Sandy, I'm like, yo, I'm at Edelweiss yesterday. I'm like, he's like, yeah, I saw. He's like, you're cheating on me. And I'm like, oh, what are you? What is this drug fucking territory? Like, nobody works. Nobody does comedy in Kitchener, Waterloo region without going through Sandy McFarlane. Um, <laughs> so he tells me that he used to bang Buddy's sons. So the guy who owns it, his son, apparently Sandy used to bang his wife before they were dating. And uh, there you go. Small town. That's enough. That's enough. Um, but that's the La- that. So that was on Friday. I'm at the Lancaster Smokehouse, and Nick and Mac came out to see me. Um, shout out to Nick and Mac, our fucking patrons. They actually saw me twice this weekend, which we'll get to in a second. But I juiced up Nick and Mac with uh, like seventy grams worth of dabs. So there you go. You want to be? You want to sign up for the Patreon? Eventually, it pays off. You just I you, essentially you just uh, yeah you know you're I'm forever indebted to you if you're a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like like you got some kind of like World War II fucking pact, you know, on me or some shit. I'm going to lean back a little bit, yo. Um, so, yeah, fucking I juiced up Nick and Mac with like 70 grams worth of dabs. And then they came out and they saw my set and it was good. And apparently I was doing mostly new stuff, which means that like I think that whatever might be old to me might actually be like not as old as I think it is. Just because there was a time when I was only working the corner for like six months last year when I would literally only do the fucking corner. And that was like, I don't want to say it was detrimental to my stand-up, but it was just like, what can I say? I don't know. I was just, I just wasn't letting the jokes because I was worried about doing them too frequently that I wasn't giving them. Also, I wasn't letting them breathe in different areas because that's the only place I was doing them. So I do the joke like six times in a row at the corner and then I would never, and then I'd be like, well, I've already done this joke too much here. Like, I got to switch it up because of, you know, whatever. Like, I just don't want to c- continue to do all the stuff there. So if I tell the joke six times at the corner, it's old there. But really, it's only a six times joke. 
So I may have been sick a bit, but it's like, yo, you haven't, it's not like you've been telling this joke for years. Like, you know, you only told it six or seven times. Like, you know, take it on the road a bit, give it a little time to breathe. And, you know, this whole hour, you know, you comedians got to come up with a new hour material every year. is kind of over. Like, Louis was doing that about 10 years ago. And I feel like that precedent has kind of dropped because now what? Now you get Bert and Tom and these guys just dropping these fucking garbage specials that are like, you know, it's like, did you really need to do that? Like, give it, you know, just wait until you got a good act. Like, don't just do a serviceable fucking, you know, essentially like, punched up podcast you know nobody i don't want that you know whatever so anyways nick and max seen me uh doing a doing some mostly new stuff i guess i'm sure there was some old jokes in there i guess so now the next day um i uh i'm working for israel again and josh adam myers is in town who if you're not familiar he's a comic from new york he has like a music podcast and he's kind of like a the, the comedy version of jacob collier where he does like he does audience singing and, like, I don't know. He brings musicians on stage. He's not a musician himself or I, I don't know if I, – I I'm not sure if he would consider himself a singer. I wouldn't. <laughs> he sings, though, and he can sing in time and and relatively on key. But that's, you know, those are the – yeah, that doesn't uh, – does not a singer make. So I'm opening for him because he needed a guitar player. And Israel's like, yo, this guy needs a guitar player, but apparently he needs an opener too, so do you want to play guitar for him? And, and he's like, yeah, all you got to do is play Cranber- uh, Zombies by the Cranberries. Zombie by the Cranberries, and then do 15 minutes opening for for him. And I'm like, sweet, no problem. And I, um, I forgot about how good this feeling is of... Because when you're... When you are doing comedy... And and it is for people who are there to see the fucking guy. It's so much easier. <laughs> because, number one, they're comedy fans. Because a lot of times when you do comedy, it may be an event. It's fucking Chuck E. Cheese, right? So it's like, yeah, this is, this is the girls are out for Charlene's birthday. And, you know, and, you know, they don't even like stand-up or watch stand-up. And they just thought it'd be funny to go to a comedy show and have some laughs. Or whatever the fuck. And, you know, they're not even, like, comedy fans. Where they know what comedy is and can contextualize it and understand that it goes through phases and there are different genres and not just, like, how dare you say those words, you know? Like, it's like, holy fuck. It's like looking at Metallica and treating it the same as a fucking nursery rhyme. It's like, it's like how could you show that, that music? It's like, well, it's not for babies. <laughs> Like, thrash music is not for babies. And some genres of comedy are not for fucking young white chicks. But anyways, the point that I'm trying to make is that when you have an audience of people that are there not only to to, to see the guy, not only are they comedy fans, but they're there to see the guy. So they're like, holy fuck, I finally get to see the guy that I like. Like, everyone is happy. Everyone is ready to go. They're, they're, they have no incentive to be a shitty fucking crowd because they want to be there. And they want to be seeing comedy. And they want to be seeing this guy. And then when you come out of the opener, it's like, well, who's this guy? Like, well, I'm, I'm buddies. With, he must be buddies with Josh. So uh, we love you too. And then I go bang, boom. And then it's like, oh, yeah. So I was saying this to Nick and Mac after. It's like, let's fucking let it rip right now. Oh, I got a text. Oh, I was like, let's let it fucking rip right now. Like, I was a bit, uh, I don't want to say out of shape. Well, yeah, I was a bit out of shape. Like, I wasn't in that show mode, like that comic strip, seven shows, like pro, you know, like that pro, pro way of doing stand-up. 
Um, and I was like, I was, I, I had just done all those shows Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And now it's Saturday. And I'm like, Hey, I'm fucking tuned in. This is a good crowd. And I just fucking let it rip, man. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm a professional, like, I'm a journeyman stand-up, and I'm just as good as anyone else in North America. Like, you know, like, I'll go toe to I'll honestly go toe-to-toe with any com- Like, I'm not scared of any comic. Like, I'm not. Like, I fucking... And that's what being a professional comic is, is, like, you're just like, whatever. Like, this is the fucking job. And, like, there's so much, like, Danny and I, oh, oh speaking of... Okay, anyways, let me finish Josh Ademeyer. So it was a good show. And then I had to go afterwards. After that, I had to go to the 10 o'clock at the corner. And then I was, like, really feeling like a comic. Because, like, okay, it's like, now I'm, like, four days in a row. I got two shows on a Saturday night. I opened at, you know, did a big 100-person fucking opening for a big American comic guy. Now I'm buzzing down to the corner and, like, doing my other little spot. And then I was, like, in such a zone, I ended up improvising, like, an eight-minute bit about selling drugs in high school. And... Uh, it was just awesome. Like, it was just fucking awesome. And I felt so good about stand-up. And before I go any further, I just want to say that we got... Danny and I got our fucking email yesterday. And we're not doing The Amazing Race. And I'm pissed off because this was our fucking year, bro. Like, I honestly felt like this was a good year for us. It's Amazing Race 10. So they're going to do all these fucking wicked challenges. And they're going to go to BAMP. And they're going to have the most fun time ever. And jump off all the funnest things. And, like, now we missed that. And it was going to be the best year. Because we got another homie doing a fucking reality show. And he's... We already know he's in. And going to be widely featured on this reality show. Which is owned by the same fucking parent company as The Amazing Race. So we had this whole plan where we were going to be fucking reality show and then get Bell Media to pay for everything and blah, blah, blah. And we were going to be the new, we were going to be represent a, a, a property that they could make fuck a fuck ton of money off of. And that's all ruined now. And whatever, it's fucking fine because, you know, how many reality fighters, you know, I've been doing this for, you know, six years now. I've been fucking getting rejected by every single reality show in this goddamn country and whatever. Fuck it. Like, who gives a fuck? But I'm sad. Sour grapes. Fuck that reality show. Anyways, fuck. (sighs) Fuck, but whatever. Danny's in fucking New York and... You know, and I was saying to Danny, like, maybe this is all just, like, a lead-up because the guys who are the casting director guys really fucking like us. Like, I can tell that that they are the reason why we keep getting as far as we get in this audition interview. So maybe it's one of those things where it's like, you know, the show ends and these guys move on to their career and they're like, what if we start our own production thing? And they're like, why don't we get Danny and Drew? Like, who knows? You never know where connections that you make, you know, 10 years down the road eventually fucking you know, lead to something that you had no idea what it was going to lead to when you first started it. So, you know, there you go. Okay. Um, so what happened after that? So now it's Sunday. Okay. So now let's talk about fucking lamb of God and Pantera because lamb of God is, I was in the top 1% of lamb of God listeners last year. And I realized that I don't really identify with metal dudes. (laughs) Like I am a metal dude. But I don't identify with the with the with the vest and the patching and the whole just like uniform kind of like 
just the identity marker of it. You know, like I don't like I am a metal dude, obviously, but like having it be your identity marker and fucking I don't know. Like, I just think uh, have, you know, having an identity is stupid. <laughs> like, it's like, what are you? You're all you're a metal guy. You're a rap guy. You like basketball. Like, fucking, you know, you're a baker. Oh, I'm a yoga. I'm a plant girly. Whatever the fuck. Fuck your identity. <laughs> your fucking identity is stupid. And your life is meaningless. <laughs> You know what I mean? And same with metal dudes. It's like, so you all buy the fucking vest and you get your patches of your most favorite bands and you stink and you fucking, you know, you got your beard and your maybe you got piercings or your tattoos and you know every fucking word to every fucking song. And it's like, that's the other thing too. It's like these guys are like fucking singing along to every word and it's like, you listen to the words? <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck these guys are singing about. You know, and I feel like it's like if you listen, if you know all the words to every fucking song, any song, any genre, you know what I mean? If you have a favorite song and you know every single fucking words, I would maybe say rap might be a one exception to this, but maybe not even. But it's like you're listening to music wrong. Like if all you can focus on every time you hear a song is the lyrics and that's all you were able to focus on and that you've heard the song so many times to the point where you can recite the entire three minutes like back back like fully then you then you didn't enjoy the music properly in my opinion like take it take a time you know every time i listen to fucking lamb of god which is literally every day all morning long for like an hour in the gym i'll put on my i'll go through my rotation of albums or megadeth or whatever and it's like maybe a song comes on like memento mori which they opened up with and I'll listen to the drums. And maybe that whole time, I'll just think about the drums and I'll listen to the drums and I'll focus on the drums. Or maybe I'll focus on the guitar riff. Or maybe for the first half of the song, I'll listen to the lyrics. And then it's not like I don't hear them, but you're listening. You're listening is different than hearing, right? And if all you're listening to is the lyrics, then you're not fucking... That's all you're hearing. Or whatever. I don't know. You know the fucking point I'm trying to make? So... We get our things and then fucking I knew this concert was fucked because it's Pantera, but it's like they're dead. You know, Dimebag and fucking Vinny are dead. So it's like two brothers started this band and then they're dead. So now it's the singer and then Zach Wilde is playing guitar, who's like the only guy who actually would ever who could play guitar in place of Dimebag. Number one, because he has the technical ability. But number two, more importantly, they were like brothers. They were like best buddies. They're like me and Danny. So... They didn't sell any fucking tickets. They book fucking Rogers Arena because it's a Live Nation venue and they're a Live Nation band and the vertical integration of the live entertainment industry does a service to no one but the fucking guys who run, who sell tickets. And, you know, they probably shouldn't have booked the arena, but whatever. So now everyone gets fucking pushed down to the lower 100s. And uh, it's like a small show. And we're like, yo, fuck this. I already paid for the 100s. I should have paid for the nosebleeds. So Mark, thank God Mark is like Instagram famous now because we pretty much like talked our way onto the floor. (laughs) Because like Mark is like Instagram famous. So because I went with Mark Anthony and Jason Allen. And uh, and then we talked. So we watched Lama God from our seats. And then we talked our way onto the floor for Pantera. And I was fucking 10 feet away from Zach Wilde as he's shredding 
all these Pantera solos. And it's like, fuck, yes, bro. But, like, Lamb of God, you could tell that they have been in the music industry for way the fuck too long. They are industry guys now where they, like, talk about shit that the audience doesn't know or care about. Like, he was going off, like, how many people, like, were at our, you know, we booked, we were here twice in the last six months. Like, how many people were at our last show? And it's called radiusing out. He's like, normally we'll radius out, you know, Toronto, but, you know, we had to come back because you guys are so good. And he's, like, saying all this, like, music industry, like, you know, booker shit, how my sister talks. And it's like, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody knows. But, like, they, like, you could tell they're, like, worried about, like, you know, people, the market, and they're all in on this live nation. You know, it's like, you play fucking death, extreme death metal. What do you care about the radius clause in your contract? Like, why, and why are you talking about that on stage? (laughs) You know, like, who gives a fuck about the radius clause? And, yeah, you radius yourself out because now you're going to be in London the next time you come here in another six months, which is, you know, four hours away. But, like, fucking anyone who was, you know, we're all coming in, you know, you're playing the same fucking market three times in 18 months. <laughs> now I'm talking about it. Uh, so, yeah, so that you could tell they've just been in the fucking thing for too long. Uh, speaking of for too long, I've been talking for too long. Promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our patrons. Would you like access to bonus content? including a bonus podcast uh, called This Tune with Drew and This Guest with with Drew, where I interview Juno uh, and other famous fucking comics. Uh, go to patreon.com slash drewbame. Sign up for as little as five bucks if you are dumb. Or, or it, here's, here's a kicker. If you're really fucking dumb and you play guitar, well, then you can pay $7 and receive the exact same product. <laughs> <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash drewbame, sign up for as little as five bucks and be like these stupid people. Josh, nah, Alicia, Arne Eagle, James, New Guy, Mark, Nick, and Mac, Bubba, Marnus, Motherfucker, Street Demon, and our number one fan, Joel in the Hall of Fame. Call it Andre Blair and Terrence. Say the name, what up, one em. Hi, Papa Ming. Uh-huh. Go to patreon.com slash drewbame, sign up for as little as five bucks. Okay. Uh-oh, is this still recording? Five bucks if you're dumb. Seven bucks if you play guitar and you're dumb. Also, uh, promotional consideration for this week of Drew, oh yeah, is provided by KingTutsCannabis.cc. So here's the scoop. Listen, stick around, listen to this. Right now, they're trying to get back on board. They fucking lost their marketing person, and now they're trying to get back into marketing, whatever the fuck. So they need me. Um, They need me to tell you. That start that the contest they're launching a contest on Friday, but I'm giving you early access. So from every day from March to April, from March all of March, when you buy dope, you will receive one ballot to win a pound of gorilla glue and a bunch of other shit. So let me read the fucking email here, actually, just so I know. Uh, Eric, or no, that's not his name. Yes, it is. Never mind. Okay, so okay, so er, every. Order placed between March 1st and March 31st it gets you a thing of for a pound of, of Gorilla Butter. So just sharing the word in particular Instagram as members get an extra bonus ticket draw for engaging with our page. So you got to follow King Tut's Cannabis on Instagram. I just put a thing on my Instagram. You got to follow them. So make sure you follow King Tut's Cannabis on Instagram. 
And then every fucking order that you make for, during March will give you an opportunity to win a free fucking pound of dope. So, you could use my promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, for 10. Here's what I think we got to do. Is that you wait for Friday high day, right? So, Friday high day, everything's already 50% off. Load up your car with two ounces. That puts you over $99 to get you free shipping. Then you use my promo code DREW to get 10% off, which covers taxes. So now you're at like a buck thirty, right? Buck thirty to buck sixty, depending on your quality, for two ounces. So you do that, right? Do that four times. So now you got a QP, you got a little bit more. You got fucking a half pound, right? And now you got eight entries, maybe even more, because you've been fucking around with Instagram. So then you win. Now you win the whole pound, and then you got it. So now you got a pound and a half of dope for less than four hundred fifty dollars, which is what a QP was, which is like six hundred bucks, right? So maybe six hundred bucks. So you get a whole pound and a half, and if you know, if you ha- if that represents such a business opportunity for you, you can get a pound and a half of dope for 600 bucks and you sell all that dope. <laughs> Go to king.scannabis.cc, use the promo code Drew, but more importantly, starting this Friday, early access, you get it here. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, starting on this Thursday or whatever, every time you buy dope, you get a chance to win a pound of dope. Have you ever had a pound? What's the most amount of dope that you ever owned in your personal possession? Mine is a QP. What's the most amount of dope that you ever personally owned before you smoked it? Go to kick.scannabis.cc. Use the promo code Drew for 10% if you're order. Check out. Okay, so now time management guy. See, this is what I'm talking about. My shit is, t- my shit is tight. I'm going to fucking stop the podcast now. We're going to finish the podcast at home with the guitar. And then we're going to upload it at home because I'm a fucking time management genius. Okay, stick around. Let's play a little guitar now. Let's play a little guitar. Okay, now we're back at the home studio. The magic of fucking... The magic of internet. Or whatever. Terry's freaking out because there's a storm, but we're going to do a little soaring psychedelic rock jam. Ooh, that was a big one. It's okay, buddy. We'll be okay. F-sharp minor. 69 beats per minute. (laughs) Haha.
great. Night, night. Respect bonus. What did you say? Are you talking to me?